0: You are listening to World Rugby Rodeo on TuneIn, where you can hear every Rugby World Cup match live. Rugby World Cup highlights. France against Ireland in Cardiff. Nigel Owens blows the whistle and the final match of Rugby World Cup. Paul D is underway. As Johnny Sexton prepares to take this kick. it's very slow and rhythmical. In his preparations before he steps forward two or three deep breaths a long look at the posts picks his spot two or three small steps as he comes forward it's a good strike the fans behind the post have told us before the balls even got anywhere near them that it was going to go through and Ireland have been up against it in the first few minutes but they score the first point of the final game of Paul D He sense this is a big kick If France were to to miss the first three penalty attempts at goal, Ireland would be starting to think
1: we can be a bit more competitive at the breakdown.
0: If France aren't going to land these goals, then it maybe gives them a little bit more leeway to actually attack. Spedding. Big step forward. a Slight pause. Then he kicks. That didn't sound particularly good either. It does make it. It didn't look the greatest kick in the world, but it did have the length. It goes through. The flags go up. And France are on the board with their third kick at goal. It's France 3, Ireland 3. Sexton prepares for his second attempt at goal. This is five metres outside of the 22. That's 17 metres in from the right-hand touchline. A long look at the post. Picking his spot makes his way forward, it's a very, very clean strike, it's still going up as it goes between the uprights, it sails between them, another three points for Ireland another three points for Jonathan Sexton, and it means that it's uh, France 3, Ireland 6, here on Rugby World Cup Radio as Spedding lines up this opportunity this is France's fourth attempt at goal we've played 22 minutes here in the Millennium Stadium 54 metres, this would be. As I say, with the roof closed, and decent footing, he comes up, strikes it. It doesn't sound quite as clean as Sexton's did, but it's straight and it's true. And it's worth three points, just like Jonathan Sexton's. So we have ourselves a tied game once again. France six, Ireland six. And Madigan just settles in. The ball's on the tee. He steps back, he leans over. He's got... hands. One on either hip, and now he brings them together, almost Johnny Wilkinson style. And takes <coughs> one, two, three, step forwards, makes contact. We'll just rely on the fans behind the goal away to our right-hand side when uh, Ireland are kicking at the moment, because they were up very early again. Straight through, accurate. He's successful with his first shot at goal, Ian Madigan. It means that Ireland goes back into the lead. France 6, Ireland, Ireland 9. It's stationary, ten metres to the right of the post as it stands, a metre short. There's a drop goal opportunity if anyone wants it, but the Irish aren't interested. They are all lined up. Now they go to the right-hand side. Rob Carney, diving for the line and makes it! Rob Carney, back into the side. The fullback swung round to the right-hand side. He goes over and scores the try. Ireland have the first try of the contest. 50 minutes played. France 6, Ireland 14. Pretty much level with the right-hand post on the 10-metre line. Left-footed kicker angle as far as he's concerned he only has two or three small steps addressing the ball comes forward not as big a cheer from behind the post away to our right-hand side but a cheer nonetheless he slots the penalty goal it means it's France 9 Ireland fourteen. Ian Henderson the second row is there he's driving his way towards the line two meters short at the absolute most work back Chris Henry is the man to carry, the Irish are right in front of the post, Rory Best goes over from short range! And Madigan will not make no mistake there, so it's a full seven points, and now Ireland are just starting to pull away. France 9, Ireland 21, and there are seven and a half minutes to play. Madigan has lined up the kick, he steps forward, right-footed, the Irish fans down the goal away to our left-hand side! This time do the job of telling us before the flags go up, the kick is good, and Ian Madigan has added another three points. It is France nine, Ireland twenty-four. It was a great. The Nier- dressing is uh, just down beneath us. Let's hear from the uh, French skipper.
2: Well, uh, I think the, the 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 beginning of the second half wasn't good enough for our start. For our start, uh, they scored very uh, really quickly after after ten minutes, and after this, we tried to come back to the to the to, to, to that side but it was really hard but well we have uh, one, left, uh, one one game left the quarterfinal against uh, the ABS and uh, we're going to, to put uh, all we have in it.
3: You played against France in the final four years ago what's your thoughts on playing them now for a place in the semi-finals?
2: Well we'll see first we're going uh, to think about our quarterfinal I think uh, we're, we have uh, a big stage at this moment with, uh, with the ABS so we're going to, to, we're going to uh, to, to focus on it and we'll see, we'll see next week if you're ready to, to, uh, to pass on from final.
3: Thank you, Thierry.
0: Thierry Dussertois Thierry there uh, speaking with us. It's very difficult, even, <laughs> it's <laughs> even with headphones on, to hear a word that's going on because the Irish fans are absolutely loving this at the moment. Jamie Heaslip is uh, now making his way forward as Victoria Skipper. I can tell you, Ian Madigan is in tears as he walks around and uh, waves at the crowd. He is a very emotional man as he picks out members of his family uh, in the crowd. He is, uh, I've never seen a player quite like that, (laughs) that he is really, really emotional. The uh, rest of the Irish players are just wandering around as Jamie Heaslip now comes forward to uh, Jamie, given what was at
3: stake, is this the biggest win of your career with Ireland?
1: It's, uh, it's right up there. I can't even hear myself talk. Uh, it's, it's right up there with uh, our, our, one of the best squad performances, I think. With some great players who uh, who went off, but lad lads stepped up to the mark. You know, we went the full 80. We know it's going to be a physical game. We made that commitment to each other, and we're just delighted with the win.
3: To lose two key leaders in Sexton and O'Connell, what does it say about the character of this team that you could still win? Uh, I think...
1: To be honest, it's the team, the squad, the 31 players that are here. This kind of crowd, I don't know how many Irish people are here in the crowd. It seems like it's a full house. And we just wanted to play for everyone here, for a family of friends. Uh, and everyone back at home.
3: If you're going to reach your first semi-final, you've avoided the All Blacks. What do you make of the prospect of Argentina?
1: Uh, to be honest, <laughs> there's a lot of sore bodies. We haven't thought that far ahead. We're going to have to recuperate, but we've got a massive game in seven days. And hopefully this uh, sea of green comes back out again and supports us in the quarter-final. Well done. Thank you very much.
0: Jamie he slipped there. He raises his arms above his head to uh, thank the Irish support. They did play a huge part, but the Irish players. Cannot be underestimated. They, they did, and I like pick picked up as well on the fact that you know the guy who came
2: on the pitch to replacement to Sexton and to Paul O'Connell have been instrumental in uh, in uh, in that game. I mean, Madigan stepped to the mark. His kicking was accurate.
0: His passing was accurate. Distribution and organisation were accurate. Next up, we will hear
2: from the uh, French what coach what Philippe Santondre. The,
3: the fifth game in a row now. You have been unable to beat them.
2: Yeah, congratulations to Ireland. I think they deserve today. They, they play very well. They, they look well after the ball. Their discipline was was uh, outstanding. So now, us, we just uh, need to be focused about uh, next week. We are not out of the competition, but we we need to be uh, much better next week in the quarterfinal.
3: They had that purple patch right after half-time when Rob Carney got the try. Was that decisive, do you think?
2: No, I don't think so. It was uh, 14-9, we, had, uh, we came in the 22 of Ireland, it was uh, one decision. Or, um, apparently Morgan para dropped the ball, I am not sure. And after two, we have the opportunity to come back, And he, I was expecting a different game, but after the last 20 minutes we made too many mistakes and Ireland uh, deserved it.
3: And, and briefly, New Zealand next, you played them in the final four years ago, how do you view that?
2: We feel that if we want to carry on we need to beat uh, New Zealand uh, in one week so we need to be focused. Uh, We are not out of the competition. We need to uh, be focused about next week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Joe Schmidt is with us.
3: Joe, tremendous victory but it has come at a cost. Is Paul O'Connell's World Cup over and with it his island career?
1: Um, I I suspect it probably is. Uh, he, He looks pretty uncomfortable at the moment. Um, and uh, it, I, I'd say we'll get a scan on his hamstring later tomorrow. We're going to have to wait for some swelling to go down and, and that's, uh, that's probably the same thing for Johnny Sexton and, and Pete O'Mahoney.
3: What does it say about the character of this side that still beat France and avoided the All Blacks despite some key key men?
1: Uh, look, I, I think it's very much a, a group effort. The squad, the crowd, uh, the preparation they put in. Uh, phenomenal.
3: It, it was like Dublin fivefold, wasn't
1: it? Uh, look, um, I, I think they need to get a roof in Dublin. Uh, if we can capture this sound, I, I think it, it really lifts the lads. It, it was unbelievable.
3: Well done to you, Joe.
1: Thanks, Sonia.
0: I'll tell you what, let's hear I'll from the man of the right right match, Sean O'Brien.
3: Um, yeah, it was, it
1: was pretty good, obviously. Uh, we knew it was going to be an incredibly tough game, and um, we prepared well during the week. And, was just about going out and performing and and we you know we lost a few lads out there but we stuck to our guns and uh, came out the right side of it
3: How difficult was it to see your captain and your talisman Paul O'Connell go off at half time on a stretcher
1: Yeah well I suppose it is what it is you know and uh, you have to move on very quickly and um, we have a great replacement in Ian coming on the bench and uh, you know he made a huge impact as well but uh, hopefully it's not too bad with Paulie and uh, we'll see where we go this week
3: Ireland have had some epic battles at World Cups with Argentina. How do you view the prospect in a week's time?
1: Yeah, another uh, very dangerous, very dangerous side and very physical team. So um, we're going to have to be on our game to uh, to, to have a good game. And uh, you know we'll prepare well this week and see where we are.
0: You are listening to World Rugby Radio on TuneIn, where you can
3: hear every Rugby World Cup match live.